Hello, hello, hello. I am your Leah Rimini, hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth. In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood. To lick it right, lick it good, show you how to Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Mouth. Goosebumps. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey there, and welcome back, folks. Once again, I am your hostess with the most is Munoz, and how y'all doing? Folks, it is a raining mess here in New York City, and what a way to end, like, the summer, the un- unofficial end of the summer. Of course, we had Labor Day, and now it's just, you know, I guess I guess New York City is sad, along with the rest of us, that, you know, the summer is barreling towards an end, and we're getting all the pumpkin spice content, and before you know it, the Rockettes will be at Radio City Music Hall, and, and we'll be barreling towards Christmas. I hate to say it, but, like... Enough is enough is enough. Um, <laughs> now, riddle me this, Batman. I was just thinking about this. And come, al- come along on this journey with me. You know, the rain. Rain is, is water, obviously, and it's life-giving. We need water to live, right? The plants need water to grow. It is sustainability, you know? Without the rain, we... We don't have certain things. But why is it? Why is it that when it rains, all I want to do is not live my life? I just want to, like, lay in bed, close the blinds, and, and you know, like, throw on Frasier on Netflix or something. You know what I mean? Or Hulu. Um, no joke. It's so funny. Shouldn't we all... Aren't we, like... Somewhat, you know, we're all, we need the water is what I'm trying to say here, (laughs) stupidly. But like, you know, and trying to be real deep about it, you know what I mean? And like, why wouldn't we be out in the rain? And like, why doesn't it give us life and like make us want, want to go out and live, right? But um, obviously... I'm like a cat in the rain. The minute it touches me, I'm like, get it off, get it away, no me gusta. Obviously, the rain has me in a very specific mood. The end of Labor Day also has me in a very specific mood. How was y'all 
is Labor Day. Folks, uh, if you haven't guessed already, I am solo today. I haven't done a solo pod in a hot minute. But, you know, your girl can hold down her own here on In Your Mouth. I guess all the food gays are just either too hungover, too tired, too depressed, or just over my big gay nonsense this week. And I'm okay with it. I'm absolutely okay with it. Just sitting here doing my best, since I already mentioned Fraser Crane, doing my best, doing my best Fraser Crane impression and bringing you all the gayest food content that's out there. Um, for, uh, speaking of gay food content, shout out to Amazon Music for featuring me for the next several weeks. Um, it was a surprise, and I love that. So if you're not listening on Amazon Music and you own one of those devices, maybe you should try it out because, um, you know, they're supporting your girl and pushing me forward, and I couldn't be more grateful as the biggest, gayest food podcast that could out there. And I couldn't be more grateful, to be honest with you. You know, having a niche podcast and putting out all this content for the past four and a half, just over four and a half years, you know, it's I'm I'm a celebrity in my own mind, folks. I, we all know this. <laughs> but pushing through that noise can be really, really hard, especially if you don't have a big budget and so on and so forth. So being recognized by somebody like... Amazon Music for what I'm doing is, you know, just humbling and and I'm super super grateful for sure. But back to the end of summer, just to give you a little bit of hope here, summer is not over till September 22nd. So we have what is it? Like 18 days, something like that. 15 days from today from whenever you're listening to this podcast. And so we have some more fun. So get get your last sips of rosé in. And you know what? I'm just going to get to the getting on and do what I do. So without further ado, in the grand tradition of In Yo Mouth, I need to wish you happy National Beer Lovers Day. Da, 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 um. <laughs> I have a question, all right? And be honest with me. Do we really love beer, or are we being bamboozled into thinking that we are supposed to love beer? Because I don't love beer. I know there are people out there who, like, really dig it, and they're really, like, into it, and they're, you know, my brother being one of them. But I have tried and tried again. And it all just tastes really sour. Sour and, like, weedy, barley, hoppy, bleh. No, no me gusta. I mean, I guess people could say the same thing about tequila, right? I mean, because tequila can be really gross. Let's be honest. What, if it, what is it about the, the booze that we love, you know? Who convinced us out there that we just need to love all this liquor, you know? Maybe if it's a, if it's a really well-crafted, like, cocktail. Like, when I was in Mexico City, I had the most delicious Paloma, and it had, like watermelon liqueur and I I mean there was like a lot of thought put into that not to say that like crafting beer or crafting wine or crafting tequila there isn't thought into it but there's like like what makes it delicious how about that what makes us love it right I mean I had a Stella the other day because 
I just couldn't with the tequila anymore. And I know that once I have a beer, I'm not going to want anything else because there's that taste in my mouth and I'm already feeling full. And, you know, I know it sounds like I'm hating on beer because no me gusta. But, you know, who am I to yuck someone's yum? Like, if you love a beer, kudos to you. Happy National Beer Lovers Day. We are celebrating you today. Right. But today wasn't meant for me. And you know what? Not every and not every day is for me, even though sometimes I feel like every day should be for me. You know, it's all about me. (laughs) Well, obviously, today isn't. And enough with the nonsense. Shout out to all you beer lovers out there on this day, because today we celebrate you. And maybe I'm just drinking the wrong things. But moving right along to this day in gay history, did y'all know that in 1981, Larry Kramer and two friends put up a banner at the Fire Island dock that says, Give to Gay Cancer. They only make $124. Folks, if you don't know who Larry Kramer is out there, please go do your homework. Larry Kramer was instrumental. It was a major activist during the AIDS pandemic time, right? He he co-founded the Gay Men's Health Crisis, GMHC, which has become the world's largest private organization assisting people living with AIDS. He was also um, a founding member of the AIDS Coalition to Unleash Power, ACT UP, an influential direct action protest organization with the aim of gaining more public action to fight the AIDS crisis. ACT UP has been widely credited with changing public health policy and the perception of people living with AIDS and with raising awareness of HIV and AIDS-related diseases. Both of these things still exist today. He, You may have seen his play on Broadway, The Normal Heart. Um, he recently passed away um, in 2020. Uh, he was a major pioneer in the gay community and the LGBTQ community fighting for our rights. So shout out to you, Larry Kramer, and all that you have done for us in the past. Um, And we celebrate you on this day. Folks, today I want to talk to you all about getting back into the groove. Get into the groove. Oh, my God, because, you know, Labor Day passed. We are here First week of September, we're getting the kids off to school if you got kids. We're getting, some of us are going back into the office. Some of us are getting back from vacation and have to get our minds out of that mentality. Some of us, you know, just the idea of Labor Day and, you know, what it quote unquote means we can't wear white anymore. Um, So we have to, like, change our wardrobe and think about that. And it's just like, you know, getting back into the routine of things. Because Lord knows this has been one of my busiest summers in quite some times, just work-wise. But, like, even myself, right? I got to get back into the groove of posting more uh, food content on the gram. And I got to get, you know, back in the groove of finding more fabulous guests to bring to you. And, like, you know, thinking about what's next for this podcast and you know, just getting back into the groove. And that also means getting back into the groove of cooking and dieting or not not necessarily dieting, but like back into the groove of of how you normally ate. Because, you know, summer throws summer throws us off majorly, right? We are out in these streets, right? Now that now that we have all our 
COVID shots. Hopefully, a bunch of you have your monkeypox shots out there, you know, and just getting back into that routine of, okay, this is my life. I don't need to be out every night, right? It's, it's, it's time to, you know, make those Rachel Ray rotisserie chicken meals, right, for the week and start eating a little bit healthier maybe, cut, that, cut back on the wine, right? I know, dare I say it, or, you know, cut back on the beer, all you beer lovers, and, and you know, just get back into, like, that normal pace of life, right, to get us through to the next step, right, which is what? Which is prepping, I hate to say it again, prepping for the holidays and then, you know, making that money on what are the next steps, next steps, right? What are your go-tos, right? Have you have you, what are what are the things you've been missing? Like I know I have been missing. I don't eat terribly. I guess I don't eat terribly cuz it's a lot of protein and vegetables, but I'm I'm missing I'm missing cooking for myself for sure. And so I definitely need to get back into that groove of of spending time in the kitchen and finding finding that groove and that zen and that and that, you know, like um, Dr. J from Chop Happy used to say, Jason Goldstein, shout out to you. You know, stirring the pot and finding, uh, stirring the pot in the kitchen, not in life between friends, right? Because we don't need that drama up here in these streets or in this 120 square feet, okay? Okay. But, you know, getting into making that big pot of like chili. Oh, chili. That's what I'm looking forward to. Like chili season, right? With a little like, that Miyoko sour cream, mm, mm, you know, a little, a little green scallions, a little scallions. Yeah. Are we into it? Um, yeah. And I'm missing like a lot of like hearty greens and, and roasted veggies and, and things. Um, you know, I only had one lobster roll this, this year and albeit expensive, it was delicious. Was it the best thing I had? Could I have done without it? Yeah, but it was good. It was good. You know, like, what are your, what are the things that you are missing? What are the things that really, that really tell your body, okay, we are back into this. Whether we're going into the office and ordering, I don't know, sweet greens daily, right? Or packing, you know, or doing our Sunday meal preps of like chicken, brown rice, and broccoli for all you, for all you gym queens out there or or what 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 is that you know or even if you're making lunch for the kids right if you have kids out there because we've had a lot of people on the pod with kids like what is that groove you know are you are you the are you the crafty mom right doing like the sandwich the cookie cutter sandwich cutouts oh my god speaking of things i'm craving i'm craving i've been craving bread a lot lately. Like, I want a really good sandwich. And I grew up in Brooklyn, like, home of pizza and, like, epic, you know, bodegas and, like, Italian eateries that, like, make these epic sandwiches, these Italian delis that make these sandwiches. I've really, I think that's how I'm going to end my summer. And maybe I'll go out to, um, there's a new place, I think, in Bushwick here called Mission. I think they're called Mission Sandwich. I've been following them recently on the Instagrams because my friend Michael out in, out in, honk if you love sandwiches, ow, my friend <laughs> Michael in San Francisco 
always tells me about these sandwiches on this Dutch Dutch crunch bread, which I've never had. And he's raving about it, right? It's a big San Francisco thing. But they opened up a sandwich shop in Brooklyn, um, and the sandwiches look incredible. And maybe that's how I will end my summer, and I will post all about it. Um, but that's really what I'm craving, and maybe that's a good summer's end. That and a epic charcuterie board, and then no more of the nonsense eating, you know? Back to back to salads and roasted veggies and zucchini noodles. And, oh, I miss making hummus for myself, too, you know? But that's a great question that came to me. What are What are the foods that tell your body, oh, we are back into this routine? We are back into our workout routine if we work out. We're back into, like, our, you know, company walking challenge routine. We are back into this, okay, we, we, we are moving and shaking and we are grinding and we're, we collecting bags here and trying to get ahead. And this is what, this is how we nourish ourselves to get to that place, right? Right. What is that for you? And I think for me, it's really, it's really vegetable forward and it's really me being in the kitchen and, and creating and, and really spending time you know, meal prepping and, you know, I have to do a freezer clean out too and see, see what's good and see what's freezer burned, right? I, I have a tiny fridge here, so there's not a lot of space, but, you know, reminisce, reminisce of some things that I've saved, like corn cobs, you know, it's got the juice, it's got the juice. If you haven't seen the corn song, and I hope you have by now, it's the cutest thing. Um, I love it. Right. And I I actually haven't had a lot of corn this summer either. Right. Like I talked to with chef, um, vegan chef Chris Tucker and uh, yeah, need some of that, too, before uh, like September 22. But yeah, yeah. Like now I'm on this road of like things that I'm missing. And maybe maybe when I do my grocery haul today, I will um, I will pick some of those things up, right? More more egg dishes. I love an egg dish. But that's where I'm going to leave that. With you thinking about what foods get you into the groove cuz you got to make them money moves. Yeah. <laughs> God, what happened to Madonna's face, by the way? I mean, you know, kudos to you for living your life and keep keep doing the thing. But girl, girl, what are you doing? Like, like, what are you doing? You literally could be doing nothing and we still would love you. Right. But like you're doing the most. And maybe maybe with the end of summer. And I don't know what tangent I just went on. But like, I am not hating on Madonna, but like. Something crazy is happening, and you can't you can't deny me the fact that something crazy is happening over there, right? Right, right, right. Speaking of people that need to get back into the groove right? <laughs> and calm calm it down, right? And with that, I think now is a great time to take a break. Let me get a sip of water and take you into my favorite part and your favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> Man, that sunset is gorgeous. 
Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, kids, you know what time it is. It's time for a little bit of Food News Updates. Food News. Food news. Ooh, honey, you ain't ready, girl. Spill the tea. News Updates. New Yorkers are getting carded just to buy cans of whipped cream. (laughs) Could you imagine going into the store just to get your, you know, spray whipped cream or your your cool whip or something? And they're like, sir, ma'am, can I see your ID, please? (laughs) Could you imagine? The state passed an age restriction on the sale of whippets last year, leading to a misinterpretation of the new law by some stores. A New York state law intended to prevent teenagers from abusing nitrous oxide by restricting the sale of whipped cream chargers has just turned into this, like, major mess. The legislation began making headlines last week after grocery shoppers complained about being carded simply for buying canned whipped cream. And now the state senator behind the law has spoken out to say it's being incorrectly enforced. People of all ages should still be allowed to buy whipped cream. But listen to this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, as soon as I saw this headline, I was like, oh, yeah, of course, because people are doing whippets, right? And wasn't that... A thing, I mean, I, I, I remember this growing up, that, like, people in high school were doing whippets from cans of whipped cream. Isn't that one way? Now, I don't know, right? Like, I, like, no. Um, whippets, not for me. But isn't that, like, one way to do whippets? I'm, I'm very uneducated <laughs> in this sector of, of drug usage. Right? I don't know. I do know, though, that when I worked for a very fancy hotel downtown in Soho, uh, a celebrity who shall not be named had a real problem with whippets and would leave those like mini garbage cans full of empty canisters outside of his hotel room. I do know that. Yikes, guys. Right? So basically, nitrous oxide is a laughing gas, which can be inhaled for a short-term high and are often abused. The senator goes on to say, used whippets piling up in our communities are not only an eyesore, but also indicative of a significant nitrous oxide abuse problem. This law will help to protect our youth from the dangers of this lethal chemical while helping clean up our neighborhoods. Now, that's another question. Are we seeing cans of whippets everywhere? I mean... Uh, is this happening in the suburbs of New York State someplace? Is this... Uh, I I didn't realize that this was a problem. Who knew? Who knew? Listen, we here on In Your Mouth do not support any drug use of any kind. And if you are doing it and you need help, there's a hotline out there. Or if you're doing it, please do it responsibly. You know, consult a doctor. 
so on and so forth, right? But, like, I haven't thought about whippets in forever, right? How old? Are, I mean, I guess it's the teens doing it. That's what. That's when I heard about this the first time. Weird, right? And now the trickle down to getting carded to buying um, cans of Ready Whip or cans of whatever out there, right? Which is not uh, a thing, right? He, uh, Senator Abbott says, my bill is not intended to prevent people under the age of 21 from buying whipped cream dispensers, but the small individual charger or cartridge inside the whipped cream canisters. That's what he posted to Twitter the other day. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. But if you're out there, be careful and be forewarned that you might get carded to buy some whipped cream. So you might as well just buy some liquor while you're at it <laughs> and kill two birds with one stone. I don't I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm here for for, you know, helping the youth that need the help. But this whole thing is is really is just a little odd to me. No. Taco Bell's Mexican Pizza Musical will finally debut the same day the beloved menu item makes its return. If you remember, Dolly Parton and Doja Cat are on board for this TikTok exclusive event. Yes. First and foremost, shout out to Mike Pomeranz of uh, Food and Wine, whose articles are the ones I'm mainly reading from uh, for all for most of this food news, right? Not a sponsor. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be fun to have Mike Pomeranz on this podcast? Uh, I think he's a family man, right? A cis hetero family man. But he is so over inundated on food news. Wouldn't it be interesting just to hear how he come across as in all the craziest of food news? Just have a whole like Mike Pomeranz like food news episode with like the king of food news himself. Wouldn't that be fun? That's what I was thinking as as I was, you know, just doing all of this. This is what came to me. But listen, folks, the Mexican pizza, as we reported, right, with uh, Ms. K. Sadia uh, on that episode, what, a few months ago, was set to be released, and then this musical was going to uh, come out as well. And then the Mexican pizza sold out because people went crazy, and then Taco Bell wasn't being communicative, and that's pretty much the cliff notes of it. But on the 1st of August, we got an update, folks, at that the Mexican pizza would return permanently on September 15th. And at the same time, right, that musical is going to premiere on TikTok at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Taco Bell's TikTok account. And they've even released a preview of a new song called Just One Slice. Now, for those of you that don't know me out there, I'm an old musical theater queen. I did it for a really, really long time. I went to college uh, to sing, not for musical theater. I went to classical music school, conser conservatory. I went to conservatory. And uh, <laughs> so I'm really excited. I think I'm going to tune in. The fact that Case of the uh, and I weren't asked to be part of this is a little offensive. But I mean, we are no Do Dolly Parton and Doja Cat, right? I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I am excited for this for the ridiculousness that's going to be a musical all about a Mexican pizza. I mean, this uh, the Mexican pizza 
uh, musical was written by Hannah Friedman uh, with music by Grammy Award winning songwriting duo Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear. I don't know what they wrote, though. And if you are a Mexican pizza lover, and I may have to have one on September 15th, because why not? I also haven't had Taco Bell in a million years, and there's one right around the block for me. And, you know, you can get one for, like, 20 bucks on Uber Eats, apparently. I don't know, on September 15th, um, if you're watching this. Oh, wait, no. Taco Bell also says if you're planning to watch from September 15th to the 21st, orders of at least $20 through Uber Eats and Postmates will be eligible for a free Mexican pizza. Hello, read the article, Munya. <laughs> I'm really excited for this. I am excited for this because it's, it's on brand for me. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely nonsensical. It's going to be fun. I, I hope the music is killer. Right. Because that's the that's the the true testament of a good musical is that it leaves you singing. So I hope there's an earworm of a song like a baby shark or something, but better. And even though we can't sleep on baby shark because it beat out Beyonce on the charts. So but yeah, I'm here for this uh, Mexican pizza musical. Are you? I don't know. And last but not least, two days of truck crashes left highways covered in Alfredo sauce and tomatoes. And I posted about this on my Instagram. I don't know <laughs> if you saw this, but I was like, hey, Dan Pelosi at Grossy Pelosi, are you behind this, right? The queen of pasta herself on the Instagrams. I mean, it's a, it was a bad week the last week of August for um, transporting uh, Italian food staples. I don't know if you all saw, the, saw this, but I, you know, Mike Pomeranz, very funny here. All right, he he starts off by saying, if you ever dropped a glass bottle of pasta sauce and watched it explode all over your kitchen, you know just how much of a mess it can make. So imagine a similar situation, but with a tractor f trailer full of jars of Alfredo sauce, right, along a Tennessee highway. Could you imagine at 4.43 p.m., like at the beginning of rush hour, nonetheless, right, um, the reporter a reporter confirmed to be Five Brothers brand of Alfredo sauce smashing all over the road. Massive white smears could be seen across three lanes of traffic, with even some spilling into the southbound lanes, resulting in significant closures. Could you imagine? The, uh, Mike goes on to say, the cleanup uh, video uh, shows at least one small bulldozer to remove all the sauce and broken glass that continued six over six hours. They had a bulldozer. Alfredo sauce. Could you imagine? And then um, the next day or something like that, an open-top truck uh, hit the center divider on Interstate 80 about midway between San Francisco and San Fr Sacramento in California, sending its huge cargo of tomatoes across the highway, also causing major traffic dis uh, disruptions. About 150,000 tomatoes uh, landed on the road, the New York Times reported, leaving a, a pile about two feet deep in some places and forcing highways to close due to the dangerous conditions. Those tomato skins, man, 
a California Highway Patrol officer, Jason Thyhurst, Tyhurst told the paper, once they hit the asphalt, it's like walking on ice. Folks, go out there and look at the pictures. This is insanity. This is like, um, what's that movie? Uh, this is like my worst nightmare. Final frontier, final ending, final, what's that horror movie where terrible things happen to these kids, right? And one of them happens on the road, right? Like the devil's trying to kill everybody or something like that. What is that movie? Final Destination? Is that it? I don't know. This is a nightmare, right? And all, all, all that was left that needed to happen was like a, you know, uh, a cargo truck full of pesto or like a cargo truck full of bar- barilla pasta, right? Spill someplace somewhere or out into the ocean, heaven forbid. <laughs> I mean, talk about food waste in America. Like, how does that even happen? How does that happen? And could you be a, could you imagine being the car that all of a sudden gets um, just covered in two feet of tomatoes or like jars of Alfredo sauce? What does that do to your carburetor? I don't nothing about carburetors, but but that can't be good, people. That can't be good. I am not here for any of this. And with that, I think that's the best way to end. Food news update. <laughs> oh my God, what a ridiculous day. What a ridiculous rainy MF day. Are you having a good day out there? I hope so. A message of kindness for you all out there. Recently on the Twitters, especially gay Twitter, I have been seeing a ton of just nonsense, nonsensical nonsense, body shaming uh, I talk about my body here and my gay body dysmorphia and how much my weight fluctuates back and forth and so on and so forth um, all the time, all the time. But I just don't understand why it's necessary, especially with people you don't know, to perpetuate or to or to put somebody down. Like, I don't understand what what that does for you or how how that is helpful in any way or why that makes you feel good about yourself or, you know, we all in a society of people who, who are essentially outcasts. I don't understand why we, why we then with our, in our own community, try to make people feel like outcasts. Right. And nothing specific happened to me, but there's just a lot of nonsense. I was like, what, what is happening? And who has time for this? Who has time for like the, the racism and the body shaming and ugh, ugh, be kind out there. As you get back into your groove, start your day with a little bit of kindness, right? A little bit of kindness goes a long way and doesn't cost you anything, right? Compliment somebody on their, on their dress, right? Smile at somebody, thank somebody, ask somebody how they're doing. I mean, it's really, it really isn't that hard, and, and and yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm just seeing a lot of unhappy things, and I, and I want, I want to be surrounded by good things, and, and because I do what I do, it's just hard to, hard to keep that noise out sometimes, you know, because you got to be everywhere all at once in this world of social media at times. 
Other than that, folks, I'm going to leave you. Hopefully I brightened your day for at least the past 40 minutes. Um, You know, if it's raining where you are, you know, remember, rain is life-giving. We need the rain, right? Like Melissa Manchester once said, I think, won't you come out of the rain? Or like Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande once said, rain on me. And like somebody else once said... The Weather Girls once said, it's raining men. I have no idea what, where I'm going with this, what I'm even saying. But if it is raining, you know, remember, it. There's something, there's something to be enjoyed, even about the gloomy days. You know, make something delicious. Uh, send me your food pics. You know I am always asking people to slide into my DMs. Slide into my DMs, right? Slide into them. I answer Everyone, um, happy to hear your thoughts. You know where to get the merch, right? If you want some merch, if you're a super fan. And other than that, have a great day out there. And as always, thank you for listening to In Your Mouth.